Hey guys, welcome to a beautiful night. It's another podcast we're doing today. And I'm so sorry I'm recording this late. I was meant to drop another one-on-one a day by the grace of God. But hey, let's get down to the topic. My name is Light. I'm always forgetting to say my name. My name is Light Blessing Forever. Um, it's nice to meet you all. So today's topic will be don't let the sex culture intimidate you. You know, everyone's all free and talking about their sexuality, how they want it, how bad they want it. So we're going, we're, going, we're going to get into that. Let's just do our daily checklist. So I said my name. What verse am I looking at today? Um, I'm actually looking at a bunch of verses. So the verse I'm looking at today is actually tied into what we're talking about today. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. This is what Paul is writing to the Corinthians. Food is meant for the stomach and stomach for the food. Yeah, my accent actually got in the way, but that's all right. And God will destroy both one and other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the body for God. We're just going to stop there and come back to that. Um, Because it's just tied into um, what the topic is today. So real quick, what's the next thing? What um, worship concert am I going to? Have I been to a concert? I'm looking now forward to the PIA tour, the spoken word um, tour that's happening. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope I'm praying to God I go. Oh, I got to go get tickets. So next thing is Instagram video. So the Instagram video... And a tweet I saw it will be two things we'll be talking about today. But before we go in there, let's do a quick movie review. Um, I went to go see the movie yesterday because I just like music. And this was a good movie that was talking about music and how things were. And um, about like there was a glitch in the world. Like all the lights went off and all of a sudden, one second. All of a sudden everyone forgot about certain musicians except especially the Beatles I'm not a big fan of the Beatles because of the spiritual vibe from the Beatles but hey I'm not pushing out there some people love the Beatles God help us all but um so this guy was going to um and since I'm talking about this guy I should probably know he's oh something Malik Jason Malik or something like that. He started writing songs because no one knew what the Beatles were. So he started writing songs and he became popular. But um, so he became popular because he wrote those songs. It was that was kind of good. And he was trying to figure out love with his girlfriend and his girlfriend, which has been his manager. Well, they were not going out, but she has been his friend ever since. And she has been his manager for a very long time. And he never came out to say, oh, I like you. I love you. And she loved him for a long, long time. And it was just good to watch the love story. But mm, the movie in my books would be like, a, a, will I say 5 over 10 or 4 out of 10 or 5 out of 10? It was all right. But there was some climaxes. It was not hitting the spot right. It was just, uh, it was getting there and just uh, came down. I'm like... It was trying to hit that climax and they didn't give us enough music let me put it that way it was meant to be about music but they were not giving us enough music enough singing so yeah so i'm like that was what i was looking for because i saw the trailer and i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get some songs out of this but no but next thing is relationship stage i am still single 
learning <coughs> excuse me one of the beautiful things about being single and trying to get in a relationship and all those kind of things is you're trying to understand the beauty of friendship because like okay i'm in a new culture so i have to make friends with people same sex opposite sex and you have to learn that especially i mean with people with the opposite sex you have to learn that not everybody is a relationship candidate some people just have to be friends it's something i'm embracing because let me put it this way i have to learn i have to like learn like baby steps i have to come back and learn so you meet someone like at home i grew up with people male and female and so the female so i have female friends you know yeah i grew up with them but here you meet someone your age mate that you think oh potential 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 not every single person can be your date you know you don't have to ask every single person out so this summer the remaining of the summer after my breakup from my relationship i'm like hey so i'm taking time off and be like hey god you know what's up bro so i'm like taking time off to to um focus on god and trust god at the same time build good relationship with the other person and that's the female the facility we am talking about it like <laughs> like <laughs> like a scientist like a female specimen but uh like um have uh, have build good relationship with women simple let's just keep it like that you don't have to date everybody yes there's some attractive people you're like oh my goodness ah <gasps> she's attractive she's hot but you gotta be like no I'm not, I'm, this is a hot boy summer. I am not going to be in a relationship with anybody. I'm trusting God. And when you see a girl having feelings, you'll be like, you just act like you don't know, or you call it out and be like, hey, sis, like, no, no feelings here, man. Mm -mm, I ain't doing that. But yeah, that's how I am on my relationship. They travel, I am praying. So you guys should just join me in prayers. I want to go to Chicago into train stations and pray, you know, and just preach the gospel the title that god gave me is there is a way out I should probably make it a podcast title here there is a way out you know we always get titles when we do the podcast right so let's get down to sex culture so the bible has already said god will i mean the body is not meant for sexual immorality but for god and god verse 14 says and god raised the and God raised the Lord, and I will raise you up by his power. Do not do you not know your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes a body with her? For it is written, Two will become one flesh, but who is joined to the Lord becomes one with him. That scripture is so powerful. First Corinthians six verse seventeen. That's so much powerful. He who is joined with God becomes one with God. I can't just get enough of that scripture. That's like so powerful to me. Like I can't get enough of it. You know, it's the best thing ever. Who is joined with God become my whoa? It's hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. I love that scripture so much. So it's like we need to be careful who we join ourselves with. But let's get, let me talk about the topic. Don't let people with their sexual orientations come and attack you. So the movie I watched yesterday, 
great movie. I liked it, but I didn't like the. So I was, I was. The people sitting next to me were some young kids under the age of like fifteen. So there was almost like a, not like a sex scene, but they were going to like have sex. It's funny how me saying it and the way the movie puts it, it's different. Like in a movie, it looks like oh they're gonna make love, like they're gonna like oh it's part of a relationship, you know? They're going to do that's what people do, and. But me talking about is like ooh sex like porn, <laughs> like porn kind of sex. No, it was not like the porn kind of sex. But they were. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny talking about it right now. Um, so they were going to um, like have sex. Like it was the first time they were intimate with each other and things like that. And she said no, 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 and it. Like, she said, no, you don't really love me, blah, 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 blah. But this is the part. When he confessed her, when the feelings became mutual and they agreed to be in a relationship, they were going to get married. So this is what they did in the movie. Both of them, like, when the feelings became mutual and they were having sex, like, they had sex for the first time. Immediately, right after that, a few minutes later, they did some things and they got married. I'm like, why didn't you guys put the sex before the, I mean, after the marriage? Why did you put it before the marriage? I'm like, I was so angry about that. Like, why did you guys do that? That's not fair. Because I saw these young kids coming into a movie that's probably PG-13 or something like that, PG-14. I'm like, these kids could have learned from that. Because, okay, let's talk about some. There was a scene where the girl was showing her cleavage and it looked like it was going to get happen. That was when the feelings were not mutual. But she, she, you know, her dress was like showing a little bit of cleavage, and the boy was like the teenage boy around me, just like closes, put his legs together, like it was having a little bit of erection in there. And I was like, you see, this is what I'm saying. This is a, it was a decent movie all through. Don't get me wrong. The way I'm describing it right now and talking about all the details makes it sound like, oh boy, they were like porn. No. No, it was just like regular movies, just like the regular things you see on TV. But the kid next to me was like, you know, and I'm like, oh man. But like, this is the little things that teach. So this is the little things that build our culture of sex. You know, just little things we see in the movie. Oh, we watch this TV show and back and back and forth. Then we see this person sleep with this person and that person sleep with this person. And the kids are like teaching themselves like okay so what happens is that when i have just itsy bitsy kind of liking for someone i just like someone like i think they're attractive we need to get our clothes off right now right then we need to you know that's the way we can that's part of our exchange that's a part of the talk with sex but the problem is it's so much it puts so much work on the relationship like i know it's a sin Yes, it's a sin to have sex before marriage. But just the fact that that thing, sex before marriage, it just puts a whole lot of work. You don't know yourselves. Breakups are usually difficult with sex. I know I've veered off from the topic because I'm really passionate about this thing. Let's talk about this real quick. Breakups are really hard. Are really, really hard. Breakups are really difficult when you start having sex in it because you break up, you know the person is not good for you or you guys have differences, then you break up, then within a week or so you guys get back together because the sex is needed 
not that the sex is good or bad it's just that your bodies are needing it and you need you don't have a rebound right then you're not having a really good relationship within a week or two you're still dealing with the hurt but you guys just get back together and start having sex again or you guys try to find a rebound or it's hard it's hard it's hard to move from having sex constantly to not having it like boom then you become then you become wayward and become you need a whole kind of a healing you need therapy to heal you need a spiritual healing i mean we're in a day and age where people do not invest in your christian faith people are not investing in your faith people are not taking time out to spend time with god that's where the true healing comes where the presence of god comes in and you're spiritually full like you, someone like that someone who, who's like walking the road of recovery needs to at least spend an hour with god daily you need to listen to sermons you need to listen to worship you need to fast you need to pray you need to put your body under you know, doing all these things, you're like, hey, whatever, you know, God is good, you know, and and one thing I noticed within with the culture is, okay, I, I checked on, there's some pages I've had to actually unfollow, um, West African, there's one page or something like that, I had to unfollow some um, pages on Instagram, like, they make some sexual jokes or whatever it is and the, the comment section or the even the jokes have even gotten out of hand people are getting so comfortable with masturbation sex before marriage oh this and this and this and this and, and i'm like we're really getting out of hand we're making it like we're defining the we begin to define a christian faith with sex like it's okay it's what we do in a relationship it's what we do and one one thing as a christian is once we begin to permit sex within our relationships then we begin to do the friends with benefit thing then we begin to just have sex on a regular basis then we begin to then it just becomes something else so like we need to be careful as christians where we hang out the people we are with because a lot of people are making it look like yeah everybody's doing it let's do it like so let's not get to not get be intimidated by this thing we should your faith should be defined you should know what your christian faith is and how would you know like don't don't let the christianese that means the culture of the church help you define your faith or the culture of um every single thing around us like don't let that define your faith like make sure you're taking your own personal time to um define your faith for yourself why why do you think it's so important that god has you not having sex you need to understand the reasons behind it because once you understand it more it would just it would just be so strong and really intense with you i've been in relationship for within the past year and when we are together and i'm like hey i'm not taking my pants down like this pants ain't coming down for nobody because i understand the power of it i understand the intensity of it i understand what's gonna happen like i am not taking my pants down like look me me and god have come a long long way we have worked so hard i mean I've, god himself like someone uses people some people used to say god doesn't have a lot of christian faithfuls he's not gonna waste them like i have been a christian faithful 
like I have invested in my Christian faith a whole lot. Nobody, I'm not pulling anybody's pants down and no one's pulling my pants down. No, it's not happening. Like that's the deal I signed up for. I'm like, that is not happening. Because you need to understand like why do I have so, why am I so adamant about it? Do I, is it because it because I understand the value of being sexually pure? It means like the spirit of God can just flow in me. L- listen to what in First Corinthians six verse in First Corinthians chapter six verse twelve to twenty it talks about like hey once you begin to have sex you're one with that person. You're one under the covering of sin. You're one, and once you become one under the covering of sin, you're one under the covering of the devil. Like you, we need to invest in a relationship with God. We need to let ourselves know the power of being sexually pure. Your prayers, your connection with God, you know, getting things done. You need the Holy Spirit to tell you what to do, how to do. And once you become joined with the devil, because you're being joined in sin and you're having this connection with the devil and it's playing with your emotions, with your flesh, you're into a whole lot of messed up stuff. Like, it's hard. It's not joke. It's no joke to be one with the devil. Please, I am begging you with, with every single thing. Please, it is so powerful because we need the whole one. Okay, for instance, like the Holy Spirit told me one time I was driving, like he told me, do not hit the accelerator right now. I was about to get off the parking lot. Do not hit your the accelerator. Like do not hit the gas, I mean, sorry. Back home, we call it the accelerator. Do not hit the gas. And I looked up, I'm like, what's the Holy Spirit talking about? There was this woman that was just walking right in front of my car. When we are not sexually pure or we're struggling with a terrible sin like sexual immorality, it's just we we are not in it's not like the Holy Spirit is not present, but we cannot hear him clearly because we're just clogging the holy flow of God. Like it says here, like once you begin to have sex out of the will of God, you're being one in sin. You you're under you're bound in sin and you cannot get a free flow of God. So that's why you need to understand it for yourself. Don't let the pastor define sexual purity to you. Don't let the church define it for you. You need to know it for your own personal self. Because when you know it for your own personal self, you know how you operate. You know that uh-uh, I am not going to stay 10 p.m. outside alone with the, um, with, with the opposite sex. I am not going to put myself in such a length where when you know that, hey, I'm attracted to, I'm going to be having sex at this time and that time, I'm going to avoid it. This movies, I'm going to avoid it. This show, I'm going to avoid it. There's several times, like, I know, like, I tell people, like, I took a break of Hollywood and every single thing that was not Christian for like three, four years. It is now that I'm just like trying to listen to several kinds of materials and all other kind of stuff. I cannot listen to worldly music for more than 30 minutes. After 30 minutes, I'm done. Like I went to the cinema today and I saw this ticket pass and they were like, oh, if you get paid $20, you can see about four movies. Or I think it was about four movies. Yeah. Excuse me. I think it was about four movies and you could you could not see you could see about four movies for $20 I, I told myself I'm like there is no way on earth 
there is no way I'm going to the cinema to go watch non-Christian movies, four of them. That's almost about six hours because some movies are like an hour, 50 minutes, 20 minutes, an average about five hours. I'm going to go see movies that are not Christian. I'm like, there is no way on earth. I like once I came home after I watched the movie yesterday, it's like great musicals and all. I came home and I listened to a whole sermon. I listened to TD Jakes. Like I just had to detox sometimes. Like the world is they have great entertainment. Don't get me wrong. The entertainment is funny, it's good, it's top quality, but there's just some things that don't agree with your Christian values sometimes. So I just come home and I detox. Like I just like I listen to sermons, I play worship, I get that thing out of my system. So, like, we need to invest in ourselves as Christians. We need to always come back, you know, invest in yourself as Christians. Like, I know one thing about the sex culture is it gets you left out of conversations when you're at work, when you go to places, you know, people be talking about this show and that show. Sometimes you don't want to talk about the sex sins or things like that. It gets you left, it makes you left out of conversations. And once you're left out, you need to be confident about yourself. You need to be able to enjoy the fact that you are not in that culture and like you need to be confident you need to know yourself for who you are you need to be confident you need to be happy you need to be joyful you need to be proud of the fact you're a christian don't be like oh i'm left out again i can't talk about that you know and funny th- thing about the sex culture is like they make you feel like they know what you're doing. Yeah, we know. Excuse me, we know what we're doing. We know what the da. We know what's going on. Excuse me, they don't know what is going on. They don't know that they wrote the, the the thief coming not to kill but to destroy. Like they don't know that they're heading to a path that is earning them that it's pulling them away from God, earning them the wrath of God. God loves everybody, but you know, sometimes God sometimes keeps it real with people. What you invest is what you get. Because like these things that these things like hurt. You have emotional damage, there's physical damage damage. Let's not even talk about the fact that every other person, they say one in about four people currently or will soon be having STDs. One in four people will actually have STDs. So these are the kind of things like, don't let these things intimidate you. Be confident in your faith. Build a niche. So like, I just watched um, Mike Todd talk about faith, about how he got his building. And I'm like, oh, this is so nice. Mike Todd is the pastor of Transformation Church. And he bought this really, really big center, like a really big, almost like, I think like a basketball stadium. Like he bought the center and they make really, really, um, and he's going to use it for his church. The only reason why I watched that sermon was because most of my people on Instagram were posting it on their stories. Like that's why I sat down to watch a 40 minute sermon or I was doing stuff to listen to a 40 minute sermon. Like it's so important that we invest in our niche, like invest in what you surround yourself, get a culture, make an environment. Okay, I have these people on Instagram that are good. I have these people at church that are good. I see them twice a week. I have people in my environment. I have people in my workplace. Or I know we can't control the people at work. 
but um we can control the people at work we can control the people at school sometimes but you know you just build your niche have close friends have christians you can talk to on a daily basis or every other day like hey what's going on we can pray for each other we can cry with each other talk with each other build a niche be deliberate about who you talk with the movies you go see i take breaks from movies like sometimes i'm like "Mm -mm, i'm not watching that movie that movie is not good for me or i'm not gonna watch this one i'm gonna take a break from it this movie is a good thing everyone's talking about it but i'm gonna take a break from this movie like you know i can't consistently watch it because it just redefines your mind and makes puts it on a default i was listening to the sermon about um td jakes talking about the power of a changed mind it has like a million or two million views on youtube i think it's a million views you should go watch it it says like some people have prayed about certain things they have talked to god about certain things they have prayed and asked god help me help me help me about certain things and nothing is happening but if um we as christians should take time out to go back to god you know go and ask him hey god help me out help me i don't want this to be my life he says they do all these things and they talk to god at the end of the day nothing happens nothing changes because the mind hasn't been changed like they're going back to their default they're going back to their default and this is what i have to say to that in addition to the sermon is this it is so much better when you spend time with god because you begin to redefine your flesh, your thoughts, to think the way God wants you to think. Spend more time with God. Spend an hour, 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Just find ways to invest your time with God. Okay? Thank you. Let's move into... Oh, and I said now, listen to sermons. Listen to sermons. Listen to sermons. Sermons are so powerful because sermons help you to realize... Sermons by preachers. Like, I listen to, like, probably about three or four sermons a week. A minimum of at least two, other than the one from church on Sunday. Like sermons teach and train your mind to know God, to be at peace with God, to fellowship with God, to mm, to be like, yes, Lord. You know, the sermons open your heart to the ways of God. They they teach you. It's it's a our lives is a faith thing. It's all based on faith. So we cannot see the things that we believe in so sermons continually remind you remind it's like going to the gym like just because you worked out today doesn't mean you get that body you want but you have to keep it for 30 days 60 days 100 days a year two years and over time you get that perfect body you want so that's how it is so we need to like so the sermons just help you like Remind you of the faith. Remind you of the path you're walking. Remind you of what God is doing. So that's what sermons do. So like one of the things, like not in, in one of the things that I would say about, um, in order not to be intimidated by the sexual and in, in the sex culture, is when we invest the time with the Holy Spirit. It just gives us courage, gives us strength to trust God to know. know that we're living for god this is not our home this is not our time i mean this is not our lives here on earth is not everything we're living for god we're living for the bigger one there's an audience of one looking down on us so yeah um 
so in verse 17 he says but he who is joined becomes one flesh with him flee from sexual immorality every other sin a person commits a person commits is outside the body but the sexual immorality sin against his own body or you do not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own you are we are bought with a price so glorify god in your body so please first corinthians 6 12 to 20 is telling us let's glorify god with our own bodies so i'm just gonna pray for us today dear lord i come meet your sons and daughters today and you help us give us the grace give us the strength to love you to love you with every single thing and live by your rule books live by the fact that you want us to be holy and righteous help us give us the grace not to be intimidated by the sex culture around everyone is having sex everyone is doing it help us have so much confidence in the fact that you are this is what you want for us not to have sex before marriage to keep our marriages holy and pure Give us the grace to be sure and consistent in your in your um in your guidance that your holy spirit will renew us oh lord and every single person struggling oh lord to stand for you live by you give him the grace oh lord give him the strength oh lord to love you more and more live by your rules oh lord everyone struggling give him the power to stop every sin i command every sin stops in jesus name in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord, for answer prayers. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Who did it? Jesus. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, I'm like blessing forever on Instagram. Um, on Twitter, I'm Oluwabamaje. O-L-U-W-A underscore B-A-M-I-G-B-E. J-E, sorry. B-A-M-I-J-E. Love you guys. Bye.